It's time for Blunt Football Talk. In trouble, gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so- Parsons on the move. And like a Parsons is on. He's hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long. It's Von Miller. Putting his stamp on this one. Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends. This is us. But ball comes out of his hand toward the end zone. Yeah, picks definitely up. have the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody feels bad for Deshaun <laughs> Watson Put coming back and having a terrible in performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. Yeah, so that's. Uh, I think. Like the, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to totally dominate. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl Fifty Seven. This is football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. That's fun. Tell you that? No, I'm just playing. Oh, that's Yeah, I went there. It is what it is. I went there. I don't care. I'm, I'm cold blooded. It's blood football talk. It's blood football talk. It's blood football talk. It's national. The guys are gone on vacation. But I digress. There is football news to be had. So, on today's show, we're going to be talking about, of course, we gotta, we're going to dive into a little basketball for a second. Talk about how the uh, NBA Heat had essentially a shot to create history last night and failed to do so and then of course we're going to get into the nfl uh spring uh meeting with the owners you know a lot of stuff has come from that i think it's going to be very 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 fascinating very fascinated with what i have to say about what's come out of the owners meeting Super excited for this episode because it's a little bit of blunt football talk off the field and on the field. We're talking about some rule changes and what does it mean for QB3 in the NFL these days, what used to be a prominent position. Now, I digress though. We must get into this show, so we must read a commercial. So, let's get into it. Everybody loves a little creativity, food, and hard work. That's why it's so easy to love Sam's Creations. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. It's award-winning cannabis food creations. Find Sam's Creations on Facebook. Find her on Instagram. That's Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z, underscore 420. Or place your order today by phone. Even if you're out of town, call for your order ahead before you get here. 719-283-1701. That's 719-283-1701. So. Now that we've got that out of the way, unfortunately my bull's not loaded, but I have my dab pen, so hello. It was I I I it was loaded. Well, it's still half loaded. And then I and then I smoked it during the intro while y'all was listening to music. So, you know, things happened. It is what it is. Okay, that's the sound to move on. So let's get into our first bit of uh NFL slash uh, news. So first off, I want to talk about Adrian Peterson. So news has hit the market. I mean, recently we're talking within the last few uh, hours before the show started in the in the prep for this show. Um, Adrian Peterson announces he will not be retiring in 2023 and wants to play one more year. Uh, he's actually been quoted as saying, and I quote, mentally, 
I haven't officially hung it up. Close quote. So we love that. We love to see. We love. I hope it works out for you, Adrian. I think that you have absolutely shown, uh, much like Tom Brady, that time does not um, does not unfold for all men equally. And uh, so I just want to say congratulations to Adrian Peterson. I, I think that you'll absolutely find a team as the third down option or as like more of a like, you know, power get yards. But, uh, you know, obviously I won't be in training camp to see how he performs to gauge where I would say he would go. But maybe we can get lucky and see some of that during training camp coming up this year. Um, you know, courtesy of the NFL Network, we'll be able to really dive in and see exactly how Adrian's doing. Um, mm, very sweet little citrusy aroma. It's called pink lemonade or something like that what did i get again man i'll be buying stuff and i don't need pink marshmallow that's what i got this will be chiefing on for this blunt football talk show for sure so anyway um trying to keep it out the camera so i don't get splooged on by facebook metaverse the metaverse even though i'm trying to be like who with the metaverse i even want an oculus I, I prefer you give me one but i mean i can buy one so um after that little debacle there with adrian peterson i do want to get into some other nfl rules news to be fair but like i said i think it's worth noting that you know here on our blunt football talk emergency session adrian peterson announces that he will be playing in the nfl in 2023 what team of course remains to be said or remains, you know, to be known. And we wish him the best of the luck here on Bluff Football Talk because we love when old guys show them young cats up. Uh, there is absolutely nothing better than it. Woo, woo, baby, baby. Showing the young cats that he still got the juice. I got the juice. He's got the juice. I got the juice. He's got the juice. And that's all I'm really saying is my man got the juice, right? So let's show him some love and let's give him that, that accreditation that Adrian has the, the willpower, the sheer willpower and the, and the want to continue to, to play in this league and continue to participate in the NFL. And I, for one, find that absolutely, utterly amazing because at this point in his career, at his age, you just have to go just wow, just plain old wow. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with saying that because – I'm like, wow, just look at you, Adrian, still holding it down. Oh, man, wow, just look at Adrian still getting the yards. Oh, man, wow, just look at Adrian handling hit business. Wow. I mean, wow is right. I truly, truly love it. I love, like I said, there. If you, you're never going to get me to be like, oh, man, I'm just so mad that that guy's still playing ball. Oh, dear God. I mean. I can't believe that he would still be playing ball. You know, like, uh, oh, no. Why is he still playing ball? I'd even do a, a trashy rim shot like that, you know? No, I'm a, I'm like, holy crap, good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you being in it. Good for you playing ball. Good for you, you know, toughing it out and hanging it out. This is, of course, blunt football talk. That's pro football done unprofessional with Scotty Pippen, Podcast P, and Mr. Trey, myself. Uh, those two guys out on summer vacation out of town. So I'm in here by myself. They were dumb enough to leave me alone. <laughs> I have bad intentions per usual. 
Per usual, I have bad intentions for my friendships or something like that. Um, and today's bad intentions for my friendships is, you know, I love when I get a chance to do a little blunt football talk. Um, it's real fun. It's a show that we get to do quite often live and we get excited when we get to do any episode of, you know, blunt football talk. Sorry. So anyway, but we love it. We love it when we can get to do any episode. Um, I love to do any episode anyway, but you know, fortunately for me, I have a studio at home. Um, and so like the guys that have studios at home, we, we could still do shows and then take off on vacation unless you're Scott <laughs> cheap shot. Um, cause he took off on vacation and he didn't do no episodes before he left. So now I'm salty bitch. Okay. That's just what it is. But you know, blood football talk live on the scene and back in action is always fun. So in the end of every little, you know, shenanigan that I pull, um, it, it does get real fun up in this stew to hang out with you guys and, and get to do the show with you guys. And like I said, you know, even though my buddies are gone, there's still always going to be news going on. Um, one more time breaking during the preparation for this show, Adrian Peterson says he's not hanging up his cleats. And I quote one more time, just to give it credence to his comment. He said, uh, mentally, I haven't officially hung it up. So he wants to go ahead and take another crack at spring training. I can't, you know, tell you who or where he will play what how that will come to pass what team that will be but i know that they're you know while he's not young anymore this year's running back um class was was small right um for like for what we're talking about first second tier running backs it was just a smaller class um as a matter of fact i don't think one or maybe two running backs even went in the first round at all and so it just wasn't a really big running back class and so i think this is going to be a good situation for uh my fellows and my fellow friends over there uh hanging out um in the nfl that need a a third like i said i don't see him as an every down back i definitely do not see him as necessary necessarily that that guy that's going to go outside speed back at his age and that's really your second down back kind of person um he might be a second down back if you are a run first team, but where I do see him is maybe being a third down back. And while he isn't as great with hands, so that's going to decide what team he goes to. I think that he is a great third and short down back who you can throw the ball to in the flats, maybe on a little swing route out of the backfield and get Adrian involved in the game that way. So I just want to say that I don't think his, I don't think your career is over either. My friend, um, and I don't think that there's many people on blunt football talk that aren't going to be rooting for you. I guarantee you that's a fact. We're going to be rooting for you over here um, at blunt football talk because we love to just see old guys get it done. And you know, you know why he might be younger than me and all, you know, in all fairness, he's younger than me. He's not an old guy at literal, but when you talk about in the league, he's an old guy, you know, he's a guy that's been around the league for a long time. Um, I remember, I forget what draft he came out in, but I swear it was a single digit year early. <laughs> if I remember right, I know he came from Oklahoma and I just don't remember what year he was drafted in, but it's, he's got to been in the league for at least in that 15 to 20 year range by now, I would, I would think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I would think so. So let's see here. So now. We want to get into 
a little bit of my shenanigans, which is the owner's rules. And so obviously um, I'm one of those people that I do pay attention to what goes on because the rules really change, you know, sometimes the, the, the contexture of the game, sometimes it can change the, 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 the way the game is played indefinitely or, you know, short term, whatever the case may be. Uh, it definitely, it, it, it can definitely do that. And so I've always felt like moderately concerned that we have to consider that, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. Okay. I just wanted to let y'all know that that's dumb and y'all frustrating me. Um, with your, with your simpletonness or whatever, but anyway, um, so, uh, when it comes to the NFL, you know, how we watch the game, the rules that we watch the game by, you know, some people have argued that the game has gotten soft. I actually completely disagree on that one. Um, I think that if, that that the reason why we have players that are able to play for so long and we get to and truly enjoy their career is because of rules. That's why we get to enjoy players longer and, and their careers longer. So some of the rules that change, I get. What I don't understand is, is that the NFL passed a new rule instituting that all fair catches and touchbacks come out to the 25-yard line on kickoffs, according to sources um, throughout the league. And so... Basically, it's the same as how the college rule works on kickoffs. But um, they said that it should make it safer for uh, special teams. But I'm telling you right now that the very coaches that coach this are saying, no, it's going to not do that at all, actually. So um, most of the NFL coaches have opposed this rule, yet the league passed it. Sometimes I get a little frustrated with that because that when all of the coaches oppose it and you still pass the rule. That to me tells me that there's also something else there. Like it's not like two thirds of the coaches in this. And you know, like when we talked about protecting quarterbacks, you literally had 50% of the coaches that weren't defensive coaches, head coaches go, yes, this is a good thing because they want their quarterback protected. They want to be able to know that they can count on this guy throughout the year. I'm not paying to see, you know, like what happened last year. It, like seriously, the NFL should be disgraced at what happened to me and my family last year. We bought our tickets preseason to see Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson go head to head in Denver, Mile High Stadium. And what we got was two backup quarterbacks. We didn't even get one of them. And could we, you know, exchange our tickets and get our money back since now we're not going to actually see the team we paid to see or the people we paid to see? No. Not at all. I couldn't have sold those fucking seats for $25. We paid $500, $125 a piece. Bruh. Hashtag I'm a salty bitch still. I can tell. I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. I know. I am. I'm owning it. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, we have to accept that rule changes are good. NFL rule changes institute certain safety measures that allow the best of the best in the game to play longer. I can't be mad about that. Now, can some people toughen up? I mean, sure, I, I get with that all day. I'll get with that 
all day. I'm with it. You know, I'm with it. I really am. I'm with it. Can the NFL get better? Yes. Always can the NFL get better? I say yes. Um, you know, it's just like saying, hey, can this show get better? Of course it can get better. It's a, it's a, it's a show. It's it, Of course it can get better. I mean, it's a show. Can the politics get better? Can humanity get better? Can the world get better? Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not ready for anything. I just have to get the crowd hyped up. So, no, but seriously, um, yes, it, it can get better. But is every rule making the NFL better? I think that's an honest question that I'm asking here on this kickoff rule. I think that um, it's dumb to a degree. I think that, you know, that I think that, you know, honestly, if the NFL wanted to hit a home run with fans, don't listen to the people that only watch the NFL. I'm going to say that one more time. If the NFL wanted to hit a home run with their own fans, then I would argue NFL f- get outside of the NFL box. NFL help yourself help you. And and I think that how you help yourself in the NFL is you have to get outside of that petty NFL box you're in, right? You have to get outside of that box. You have to get into a bigger mind frame. And how do we get into a bigger mind frame? I got an idea. I mean, if you're willing to hear me out, I've got actually a really good idea, to be honest with you. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to get at, right? All I'm going to get at. All I'm going to get at. All I'm going to say is, if the NFL wanted to get it right, they should have, instead of looking inside, they should have looked outside to the kickoff and punt rules from the XFL. That's a full stop, folks. I don't know how you messed this up. It, it, it was that easy. It, I mean, honestly, it was that easy. All the NFL had to do was put a head out their butt All the NFL had to do, one more time, pull their head out they butt and looked at the XFL kickoff and punt rules. Full stop. That's all I'm really getting at. Should have just checked out the rules. Honest answer. I think when you really, you know, say that with integrity, I think when you say that with purity, I think when you say that with skill, then you get it right. You get it right. Because that's all the NFL had to do to get it right. Is that's it. I mean, nothing else. But unfortunately, I digress. In a societal world where I'm not big enough to matter, and honestly, there were people who, who are bigger than me in the world of sports talk and sports casting that were saying the same thing. Like, you had one job. Like, you literally had one freaking job. And you failed. And somehow you failed. They were out in the field doing something that wasn't football because you failed. All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to let that go. So let's move on to the next one. And let's get uh, busy with this one, too, at the same time. Um, So 
what we have up next is we're going to be discussing the before we get into the other NFL rule that I do like, right? There's one I don't like. There's one I do like. So before we get into the San Francisco 49er rule, as I've, I've, I've decided to dub this this rule, I do want to take a quick second to do a quick commercial break. That's right. When it comes to haircuts, colors, trims, and all your special events, you want to look your best, right? Then you need Jamie from Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. That's Jamie at Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon, 4709 North Academy Boulevard, or call Jamie at Rebel Hair Art, 719-262-9011. That's 719-262-9011 for your next hair sesh. Because when your hair is session. So. I'm going to get into my next topic, which is how to heat fucked up history. Looks like we've got somebody sitting in the guest box waiting to come on the show. So we'll get him in here too as well. What's up, Chris? Trey. I muted him. Sorry. What's up, Chris? What's up, Trey? Oh, my God. That almost blew my eardrums. I don't think it was ready for you to be that loud. Uh, My bad. Oh, wow. Can't figure out why you're so loud this time. Well, at least you don't have to talk loud. Right. Okay, so. I don't know how to fix that. Just do that. That's how you fix that. Let's get ready for football. Yeah, but before I can get ready for some football, I do want to talk to you about the health that the health the health of the Heat. Yes, no, the Heat lose last night, ninety nine to one sixteen uh, to Boston, and um, we're not able to secure the sweep. The reason why I'm disappointed, if you would, right, is because the Heat blew a chance at a never before in history. Which is, you know, when you start like it's like baseball when you start getting to these like hundred year old sports and football and such some of these records they have to start saying in the modern era because the records just keep standing you know right why do you think they weren't able to achieve it though or like sacks was a stat we didn't start tracking until like the 1970s or 80s right so we didn't even necessarily track all the stats until recently yeah, some quarterbacks might have been trash and sacked a lot back in the day. Maybe and that's why they didn't count it. A lot of quarterbacks ran the ball, too, so they would have been tackled for losses. Right, so, which would have hurt the record. <laughs> well, I also believe that if the quarterback tucks the ball to run and he doesn't pull up to throw, it shouldn't be a sack. It should just be a tackle for a loss. Right, right. But he is a quarterback, and if you do get a – if you quote unquote sack the play, as in, you know, beat the play, then it is a sack. So I get it. Um, right. And it's just a stat that measures whether the quarterback gets away. But anyway, so let's get into this a little bit real quick here. The Heat blow a chance at history. What history am I talking about? Well, despite the glorious history of the NFL, I mean, the, NA, uh, the NBA, rather, I mean, <laughs> despite this history of the NBA, its merger with the ABA, um, What we've seen is we've seen a, a pretty consistent um, quality of, 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 of championship, conference championship basketball, right? Like there's never been two teams getting swept to, by, by two other teams, and those two teams go to the finals, right? It's never happened. So here we are, Denver. By the way, shout out to the Nuggets since I do live in Colorado. 
Um, while I'm not a Nuggets fan, I'll be rooting for them in the finals regardless of whoever wins this other one. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I'm a homer. I hashtag I'm a homer when I'm not at my hometown. Like, I lived in Tampa when they were winning and stuff, and I was like, yeah, let's win. <laughs> uh, hockey and baseball, they were rather they were rather well-to-do. Yeah, that's right. Come get me. I'll go to the game with you. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, um, Chris, when when I talk about setting history, you know, I do get a little emotional. You know, uh, I do get a little, um, I do get a little into it. I do get a little happy because I'm like, you know, I want people to like break records. I want to be like, remember that year the Nuggets and the Heat both swept eight teams to get in. I, I like that that stuff. And unfortunately, the Heat were not able to get the deed done. And I just feel like they really lost a chance at some really classy history. And they didn't even, like, get it done. Like, when I mean they didn't get it done, this was a fairly decent game between the two. As a matter of fact, if memory serves me right, the Heat actually had the lead at the half, okay? But the Heat were outscored in the third, 38-23. to 23, And that right there set the tone for the rest of the game. And also, you could add to the fact that they were still outscored by eight in the fourth as well. But that third quarter, I don't know what the Celtics were said to or what the Heat didn't get said to them in that locker room. But I'm telling you, they blew a chance at history. Now this thing goes back to Boston where they should be able to get this within one if they can win at home. It could get very interesting. And Boston now on the you know the clock if you would to make history of their own my good friend because right now teams that go down three to zero right in the nba playoffs whether that's first round when the first round went to seven games because remember it used to be like three way way back in the day five when we were kids and then right. it went seven when i was in high school i think uh-huh. uh, so seven and you know when you think about seven uh games and all this other stuff and four game sweeps and all this other stuff 150 teams have went down 0 and 3 or sweepable right and of those 150 teams after denver's win not a one still has gotten to come back right so in that note the celtics are still able to do that as well because they got them down three to zero right so or the Heat, I mean. And so the Celtics do have a chance at history. Fun fact, they'll be able to take a shot at history because no team has ever come back down from zero, or from three, I mean, I'm sorry. So um, so what are the odds on the Vegas play for that one? Oh, I, I might actually go put like 20 down on it. I got enough. I mean, I got 20 bucks to lose, but shit. Right, you know what are the odds? What are you going to gain well, if you bet on? I usually have to hold on here. I'll tell you right now. Because <laughs> I bet that would pay out hard. I'm looking it up right now. So bet, bet. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, right now, to win it all, the Celtics are they paying out at plus four fifty to win the whole finals. Right. Um, Nuggets obviously paying out the least two, 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 well, basically two to one, they're basically you know, like two to one odds, a little over two to one. Um, but for the can Boston make history down three oh? So, what are the odds? The odds were so. The odds were at plus 700 to advance to, to face Denver. That might have went down a little bit. Um, 
because of uh, the win last night. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I mean, them them some pretty decent odds. (laughs) I should have fucking threw 20 bucks at it, bro. Holy shit. 20 (laughs) bucks paid out like, fuck, probably over a thousand though, either way. A nice paycheck. Or wait, I don't know. Maybe five, five. See, I don't gamble enough to know what that is. I just know if I got a gut feeling, I'm probably going to lose my money, but it'll be fun. Right, right. Last two Super Bowls, I or last three, no, two, I picked the Bucks in 2020. So the last two Super Bowls, I've gotten wrong, dude. Uh, well, that happens, Stephen. This last season was crazy, though. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't even get a Super Bowl winner in our own fantasy league because of the DeMar Hamlin incident and that game right. being essentially canceled not forfeited so it didn't declare a winner but it also um it was declared a tie i think if i remember right but what hurt us was is that that didn't help us decide the game when one of our guys one player had like five guys playing in that game right right who hadn't played and then one the other guy had like three guys playing in that game or four guys and two of them had played a little bit already yeah that just screwed our whole uh fantasy season up for sure it was a very peculiar situation that they put me in a very in a place where I had to become very diplomatic very quickly. Let me put it that way. <laughs> right. And I thought while I, I, you know, honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. The last owner rep, Scotty, this year, I'm going to let you guys like send in a vote for an owner rep to be the third tiebreaker vote person and stuff. Okay. All right. Right. Because Preston and I, and we won't vote on that. That'll be like, it'll be like 12 people voting, not 14. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he and I don't vote. We are, the, I, I am the commissioner. He is the assistant commissioner. I get to pick my assistant. However, I picked him because he doesn't always agree with me, to be honest with you. Um, but that's why we need a third tiebreaker because he doesn't ever fucking agree with me. Um, right. And, and, that, and that's where last season became a toss up. Actually, I will tell you that it was, we never went to the owner for the answer, Scotty. We never went to Scotty for the answer. Maybe that's why he's a little pissed about it. I don't know, but we didn't have to. Preston and I had agreed on the solution together prior to the incident being solved. So we already knew what we were going to do. So we didn't go to the owner because there was no need for a tiebreaker anyway. Right, right. I probably should have told him ahead of time just so I didn't feel so shitty for his friend. Because his friend was new to the league, and I felt so bad. He had kicked ass and took names. Um, Honestly, he had a really good shot to beat Santos anyway. And so I was a little upset for him, but I couldn't just say, you won. I'm not that guy. I really just can't just give you a trophy and say you won. Yeah, yeah. Because there was no definitive answer. It's just the core guy in me, and I mean, I'm not no goody two shoes, and I don't think I'm better than nobody. I'm actually a little shithead if you really know me. <laughs> but um, within being that little shit, I also am a very honest, genuine person who wants the truth, facts, and the integrity of the game in this instance to be upheld, even if that means maybe not crowning a champ sometimes. You know, there, right. there, well, there have been times that's happened, like, you know, in World War, there's no, there's no World Series champ from the, from the, uh, uh, from the lockout, the, the year the Braves likely would have won and they ended up winning it the next year anyway. Um, there was no, um, champion during World War II in baseball or football, remember, or whatever, or the teams are made up of people who didn't go to the draft. So does it, I mean, was it really a good game? Well, there, it was women's leagues. No, that was baseball, not football. Yeah. Baseball. 
but yeah, there were women's leagues as they tried to replace, you know, the league altogether with a uh, women's league, which by the way, I a pretty good I, job of, yeah, they should have kept that going though. But you know, chicks, chicks back in the day, I feel for you because while chicks nowadays still are getting the short end of the stick, y'all were even getting a shorter end of a shorter stick to be fair to you. And I'm not a jerk. Recognize that. Let's get into our final rule that Trey loves. So, the final rule that Trey loves is that for eons, because of how rough the game was, right, most teams of their 53-man roster would likely include really a 50-man roster with three quarterbacks, right? Like, that's just kind of the way it was back in the day, if you want to say it that way, right? And most of that, I, I would say, Chris, you could agree that that was predicated on the fact that it was a bit of a tougher game in a sense back in the day. Um, people across the board in all positions were not nearly protected, and that's why their careers weren't prolonged. And teams felt a bit compelled to carry that third quarterback, right? Makes sense. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the padding and whatnot back in the day when they first started out was minimal at best. And I mean, you got a 250 pound guy coming at you full steam, you're in trouble. I mean, preach, brother. I've been there, so preach. <laughs> right, and you had pads. Oh, and I'd be talking shit too. I'd be like, get away from me, fat boy. <laughs> I'd be running. Because <laughs> when they're not on your team, you only have to worry about one thing if they get a hold of you. See, when they're on your team, you fuck with them. They, they hit you in practice when you're not even supposed to hit me. <laughs> All right, so. Um, I got to say that while I disagree with the kickoff rule and I really feel, feel like not, I, I don't necessarily think that I side with the USFL kickoff rule. Um, I think that I prefer the XFL kickoff rule over the USFL kickoff rule. But what I will say is that the NFL failed to look outside of the league. Like I made that point earlier. And so I don't like this rule because I don't think it changed. All it does is change where the ball comes out to if the ball is fair caught versus um, if you fair catch it at the 10, that ball's coming all the way out to the 25 or something. I don't know. It's stupid. I don't care about this rule. It's dumb. I'll pay attention to the rule for context when I'm watching the game, but I doubt we'll probably likely never even talk about it as most teams try to kick get a, a kick back. Um, I, I think that punters think that they got shit on by that rule, by the way, because I did read a few punters' comments from around the league that thought it was pretty shitty that if I pin them inside the five with a punt, that and they fair catch it that's going to come out to the i just think that you shouldn't if, if that's the case then you shouldn't be able to fair catch it at the five it should you should have to if you fair catch it at the five you should have to return it i, I don't understand why that it, it it just i guess there's just gonna be more punt returns for punt, punt kick return i'm not you know what chris this is why we're moving on QB threes, QB threes. Let's go to something I understand. Quarterback threes, okay? Um, so uh, that was a cheap shot at myself. If anybody didn't catch that, get it because that's the third quarterback. <laughs> I said something I know a lot about. QB threes. Hey, go Trey. Go Trey. <laughs> so um, when it comes to the NFL, though, I think that um, you risk a lot of injury. You look at a lot of other leagues or teams, and they have like you know, 58 man rosters or 60 man rosters. So they can carry two extra wide receivers and an extra quarterback and an extra, you know, O, -O lineman or whatever, right. Or extra D lineman uh, to rotate. 
And so, and these are positions that guys go down a lot, get hurt a lot at, you know, sometimes it's just for a game. Sometimes it's for the year, you know, the, the good football gods never bless us with who's going to get hurt ahead of time. Right. I mean, they don't do that for us. Never. Um, out of spite for us fantasy football people who would just drop the guy before the game starts in intelligence <laughs> in intelligente. <laughs> well, what's funny is sometimes you'll drop that guy and then all of a sudden he's playing. El hombre tre es muy elegante. <laughs> Inteligente. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working on my Spanish, bro. I'm learning Spanish for a trip. It's now probably going to have to be in two years instead of one, which pisses me off, but it won't be in two years unless I do what I got to do. So then it, and it won't be in one either way. So there you go. <laughs> unless I, I'm going to start buying lot of tickets though. I just need to hit like five racks. I'll give the government day two and keep the three and go on vacation. Holla. Maybe even pay for some of the vacation out of pocket. Put a, put a GOA and start a trust fund for all my grandkids so they can go to college when they get grown up. Well, can't you pay it through the, the radio station and get a tax write-off? Oh, no. It's, it's a personal expense. It's a personal benefit. Oh, you mean the, the trip? Yeah. Don't you know that I'm so against that shit? <laughs> I should do that, though. You know, and that's the sad thing is people I like you and me that should be using crap like that, and we just don't think it's right. I know. I probably should just totally tax evade by, by, <laughs> by proxy of following a business code. Instead, <laughs> I feel like the only way oh, – I don't know, man. Fucking scoundrels. That's all I'm going to say. You cheats and scoundrels, you bastards. <laughs> Anyway, um, I will tell you that I do like the quarterback third rule. Now, the question becomes, is the XFL going to have to change their show to player 55? <laughs> um, but um, no, but what it is, is so player 54 that will be active for the roster, right? Well, in, from what I'm understanding of the rule, well, in all likelihood, probably be the practice squad quarterback, right? Um, so that's probably all it is, is you're going to be able to activate your practice squad quarterback for the game. So you're not going to have some dope ass quarterback that's just sitting on the bench collecting a paycheck. It's going to be somebody who's going to probably be your, um, like I said, your, 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 your scout team quarterback. So is that how it's going to be on the, uh, fantasy team? I don't know because in fantasy you're starting to start. You have two starters on your roster. If you can't if both of them hurt. You need to work that motherfucking waiver wire and quit crying. Yeah, right. But you know, I'll ask my. I'll ask the vice president of this league, and we'll see what he thinks, and we'll see if we disagree. Because more importantly, then we'll need that owner vote. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought about giving every owner a vote and sort of a majority rules. But all your votes combined would only equal one vote for a third of the votes. You know what I mean? Because in order for there to be a hierarchy, you have to have a power base, right? I hate to say that, but you do. You have to have a group that is like we try. Like I won't lie, we're bougie. We consider ourselves to be the level-headed um, two minds in the room. And whereas I'm captain, everything should be fair, right? And Preston is captain. But what about the league and the owners? So it works out pretty well where we, we we rarely need the owner because we listen to each other. There's been times like how we settled the thing wasn't my plan. I was actually going to send both a trophy, but that felt more insulting to Preston. Right. 
So then I said, fine. And Scott and podcast P was actually no trophy and I was both get a trophy. And then it turned actually into just no trophy because I agreed with them. I was like, it would be, I, I, I said, I would feel more personally insulted if you sent me and someone else a trophy versus no one gets one. And I just got to do it again next year and prove I'm a badass. Right. Exactly. And especially with the um, draft changes and the stuff we're making this year. Oh, I know. I got to start getting into all my fantasy shows, hardcore, because that draft is going to be, it'll, I, like I said, it'll probably be during the bye week before the season starts for all our fantasy football fr- friends. And inbox us, info at Wake the Letter in Bake America show. If you want to be part of our fantasy football league, um, we always are looking for one or two new members each season because there's always one or two people that don't rejoin. So just want to make sure that we have some fun with that. Also, um, I want you to check out Rebel Hair Art. When it comes to colors, cuts, and trims, you know what it is. You got to go to the right place. That's Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. Studio One Salon is located at 4709 North Academy Boulevard. You can call Jamie directly at Rebel Hair Art, 719-262-9011 for your next hair sesh. And by the way, if you're wondering where Scotty and Podcast P are, we're both on vacation. Podcast P's in Florida. Scotty's in West Virginia. Um, they, I, they, We all got stuff going on this weekend coming up. Mine just happens to at least be in state. It's just not here in town. We um, got internet. <laughs> right. That's what I said. I was like, you hoe ass itches. He's already sending me pictures of the hotel. Just pop off for five minutes and say hi to your boy, you little bastard. Right, right. I wish I could tag him. I'm like, tag your ass, bar. Like, where you at? Be like, where you at, son? Be like, hey, yo, son. So anyway, so how, are, are we going to have uh, uh, player keepers this year, like where you can keep a few players from last year? Or is it just so, a straight-up draft? That's been the open debate is some of us have been in this league for a long time, so some of us have legacy players and may want to forfeit our draft spot in the first round. I think I am one of those people because I have – five first or I have three first round picks on my team. And so for me to go to the back of the board and give all that up, doesn't seem very smart. Right. Yeah. I know there's definitely some players I'd like to keep on my team. Well, and then there's podcast P who is like, well, I finished like shit. I can wipe the whole slate clean and start over and don't care. Right. I mean, I get it. There's people there though. Rogers and he got moved to the jet and they're like, I don't want to let that go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I don't, I think the one that I might keep, and I think I'm going to let us each do a legacy one instead of, but, but after this year, it will be two keepers. Okay. But if you want, but a legacy one, which means you can either skip the first round of the draft and keep one guy, or you can, uh, yeah, th- do the other thing. Uh, Cause I, I, but I'm torn because I have a good receiver, but I think that he wouldn't get drafted till the second or third round. So he could be there for me. I have a good uh, quarterback that I don't think would be there in the second round at all, but could be early, but I'd be picking late. Right. Like I have a running back I'd like to keep, a kicker I'd like to keep, and a quarterback I'd like to keep. I And see, I got at least a quarterback and a running back because I I have Austin Eckler, but until his shit sorted out, he'd be the first one I'd I'd actually like. I'd actually keep – uh, I have Justin Herbert too. I'd probably I'd probably keep old strong arm over him because he's gonna produce. I, I have no doubt, no matter who the running back is on that team, he will produce touchdowns. I, I gotta I gotta keep Mr. Saints, man. Oh man. I, and honestly, with uh them getting um 
a, a car as their quarterback. Right. Oh, man, they, they're back to having a decent quarterback because Jameis Winston was a decent quarterback. People forget that they had a winning record and were headed to the playoffs until he got hurt. And then right. after that, he didn't do very good. He's like, I'm thinking that it may be past his time. I don't know yet. But you know what time it is really time for? Fire in the hole. I finished speaking on this third quarterback rule. Quick commercial. Hey, guys, it's Chuck. And Dillinger. We're from oh, no, I messed it up. A quick commercial. Let me try it again. Many exciting topics. Hey, guys, it's Chuck. And Dillinger. We're from Control Alt Throw Against Wall. And we have many, many exciting topics coming up for you uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, we got Muppets. We got more MCU. More MCU. Uh, we definitely got to talk about that Quantumania. Uh, Don't forget about Muppets. Muppets. They're gonna, we're going to do a big Muppet show. But we got lots more other. If pop culture keeps creating things, we're going to talk about it and getting high in the process. And, and definitely getting high. Uh, we should probably really learn about more stuff. But Play with way, our Muppets. Yeah. Find us. Subscribe to us. Uh, check out our show wherever you can get podcasts. And uh, we're thankful you all are here. Yeah? Yep. Peace. All right. Bye. <laughs> all right. All right, those are the boys from Michigan, man. Uh, they always crack me up. I'm like, they they sound so Michiganian. I don't know if that's the right word. Oh, what? Michiganian? They sound like Star Wars, Star Wars, and Star Trek nerds. Yeah, I to Michigan. I don't know. That was my Michigan song. Yeah, because what you saying about me? Yo, you don't. You sound like you're from Southern Michigan. To be honest. I am. They sound like they're from Western Michigan. They sound like Canadians to me. Hey, hey. If they would have do an A in there, that would have been a, the whole Canadian thing there. So anyway, um, my last take on this QB three before I get out of here is I still have another show to do today. Um, that one's actually two birds and one stoner, and that one is going to be fun. It's actually about guns and sensibility, so it could be. Uh, be interesting. Some kind of cloud Hey, not really though. I mean, I'd rather just go to the, you know, out to the desert or mountains and just oh, yeah, and bang bang shoot them up. Fresh. Oh, okay. I thought you meant something else. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, no. 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 Good, no bang banging in this house. We well, target banging. Unless uh, something's changed, you're a 50 year old middle aged white guy. 47. Well, I mean, I thought you were already 50. I feel 50. Yeah, some days. <laughs> you know, I know you're only, like, you ain't that much older. You know, you, we could have 47. Almost, yeah, we could have almost went to high school together. Like, you would have been graduated the year I started high school, but I was cool and hung out with high schoolers in, like, eighth grade all the time. So we'd have been right. friends. You were that little kid we made drink that 40. And I did. <laughs> I mean, I drank the fuck out that 40. So anyway, this has been another episode of Bluff Football. <laughs> Yo, so uh, t- you know, take care of your quarterback threes out there. Um, of course, Chris, I will see you later if you uh, if you come hang out with Gun Talk because everybody loves a little Gun Talk. Oh yeah, I'll be there, bro. All right. Well, thanks again to Chris Watkins from the High Tie Stick Show, and then of course, thank you to all of our friends. Shout out to Newbie and the Doobie. Shout out to Midnight Convos. Shout out to uh, uh, Two Birds and One Stunner. Uh, that's my that's my solo show. Shout out to um, Control Alt Throw Against the Wall. You just heard the commercial. Shout out to uh, Rebel Hair Art. Shout out to Sam's Creations. Check him out. Check him out. Check him out. I'm out, baby, baby. It's time for what football talk.
trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so- Parsons on the move. And like a Parsons is on. He's not Hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third wrong. It's Von Miller. Putting his stamp on this one. Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends. This is us. But ball comes out of his hand toward the end zone. Picks yeah, definitely up. have the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody feels bad for Deshaun <laughs> Watson coming back and having a terrible in performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. the yeah, so that's. Uh, I think that's yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to totally dominate. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl Fifty Seven. This is pro football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. That's fun.